Hey guys, are you interested in starting a podcast? Well, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place. You can use your phone or your computer. Let's face it, you usually have at least one of those with you at any point in time. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast on the go so that your quality is great. They will even distribute your podcast to all of the major broadcasts such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. You can easily make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested in getting your voice out there, you've got to go download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll thank me later. You're listening to the CHW Crew Podcast, where we empower community health workers and health and wellness advocates around the globe to be courageous. We will share actionable tips and tools for you to live your best quality of life. Here's your host, Tasha Whitaker. Hello, and welcome to the CHW Crew My name is Tasha Whitaker, and I am your host on this podcast. We teach, inspire, and motivate community health workers and advocates for community health around the globe to be courageous and advocate for health and wellness. So today is all about back to school. Everyone is in the groove. Well, most people are now in the groove of back to school. Kids are back in school or else they may have a couple of more weeks to get ready to go back to school. So parents are getting back into the groove of getting the kids off early in the morning, doing the after school activities and all of that jazz. And so one of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit today was making sure that we still take time to keep ourselves organized as adults, but also to encourage our children to do the same way and empower them to get back on routine. And what does that look like? So um, let's kick it off by, first of all, talking about, you know, even if you don't have kids, um, I know some people say, well, I don't have any children. Well, some way you're probably going to be affected. And the reason being traffic. Um, I was talking to a colleague not long ago and they were saying, oh, man, I totally forgot that, you know, uh, school has started again. So we have the school zones and, you know, you have to slow down. So some people are impacted as well. But I also pointed out that, hey, you know, sometimes it's a good time for you know, reset yourself because now we're about to go back into the fall time. So um, maybe you can take some tips for yourself if you don't have children um, on how to reset and kind of get yourself recalibrated back to the norm um, schedule that most people are affected by due to um, just the scheduling of activities in school as well. So one of the things um The first thing is our youth. So um, getting kids back into the groove of school can be quite challenging. Um, You know, waking up early and you've been sleeping in all summer, um, that can be a challenge sometimes. So one of the things um, you could do is even if your kids have not started getting back to school yet, start getting them back acclimated to the time schedule maybe like a week or two before so that they know okay you know we got to get back into the regular the program as scheduled and uh, getting back up early and kind of just start that process so that it doesn't 
all hit at once. And then knowing that, you know, kids have a lot of different activities that um, they're responsible for. So children now have extracurricular activities. They're in, you know, this society club at school for academics or an extracurricular activity um, for chess club or cup stacking or volleyball, basketball, drama, theater, whatever the case might be, dance, um, karate. And they have those activities that are just as important to them. So having a conversation to sit down and talk about what their expectations are, even for themselves, um, can really open up the door for conversation for the students. Um, so parents being able to hold them accountable and start that conversation early. Okay, you know, you set these expectations. This, These are your goals that you wanted to set and helping them ride through those tough turbulent times that will come. And so them learning how to do that at a younger age is a lot better than, uh, you know, them getting to an age as a teen or as an adult and not knowing how to problem solve. So those are some of the issues that we can get our youth ready to work through um, as they get older are those instances in which we keep them accountable for different activities that they sign up for because, you know, a lot of these activities do cost money and it does take time. So as parents, you know, when you sign them up and you pay money um, and take the time to take them to all the practices and whatnot, and they change from one one week to the other, um, it's not consistent. Um, that is definitely room for conversation. Um, so, you know, opening up the conversation, number one, for our youth to talk about what does their school year look like for them? Um, and then also allowing the, the parent, the guardian to to uh, be invited into into that conversation, because then throughout the year, it'll be a lot easier for them to share with you um, what they're going through and, you know, how they might even want to maybe tweak some of their goals a little bit. Um, and, uh, the next thing is routine. So having some type of plan of what the routine is going to look like, um, having a calendar, um, put it on your refrigerator in your living, uh, area to which everyone can see who has what going on is a huge help. I use this all the time. I am a calendar person, like by hand. I put things also in my phone um, so that it's on my, my email calendar and my phone. But I am a like paper pen person. Um, and so I like to be able to see what I have going on because I have different things going on and different moving pieces. So I need to be able to see what's going on this week, next week, even next month. Um, and definitely things are, you know, will change and are allowed to change and have that flexibility. But just being able to see it and plan it out to me helps me be able to live better and more freely um, because I know how to spend my time and how to delegate different things. So maybe getting a, a calendar or planner might be beneficial. Um, and also, um, I know a lot of schools have... Um, the email calendars that you can log into um, to kind of see what's going on at the school. So even printing that off and putting that on the uh, refrigerator so that you know ahead of time when school is going to be closing, when it's closing early, when report cards come out, all that kind of stuff um, helps. 
as well. Um, and then knowing what after school activities are going to be going on, who's picking up who, who's riding home with who, um, all those different things, having the numbers posted so that the kids are be able to see uh, who they need to call in case of an emergency or if, you know, you're out and you need one of your uh, good friends to pick them up or anything like that. They just are aware and they have that information um, right there in front of them um, if they don't have a phone. Um, and so being able to put some of these key pieces together, um, I think really helps us jump off our school year and be better advocates of our time, which also allows us to be better advocates of our community and serve um, people to you know, the best capacity that we can in providing them those resources. So community health workers are also out in the community working a lot with these schools, doing outreach events, vaccine events, screening events, all of these different things. So collecting that information and being able to give it to those that where you live um, is been a benefit as well, um, because sometimes people may not have the means to get all of those screenings completed um, if there is a fee. So knowing the resources that they can go to, the clinics and uh, different um, areas that they can go get their children's screenings, even free school supplies is a huge benefit for a lot of families. So sharing that information out with people, letting them know ahead of time what resources that they need to provide, what documentation that they need to provide as well um, to be able to go and get those resources is a help as well. Um, so if you are, uh, say you are uh, in school to become a CHW, going through the certification process, um, a couple of tips what I would uh, suggest is, you know, really make time to use your time wisely. And so I'll go back to that planner, um, putting things down ahead of time, knowing when um, homework is due, knowing when assignments are due. So sometimes you might have to talk to these key stakeholders in the community for a project. So you want to use your time the best way you can to reach out to those individuals um, in a professional way and make sure that you're using, you know, their time wisely as well. So you know, use your time wisely, plan things out. If that helps you put it on your phone, use your computer. Um, you know, even if you don't do how you thought you might do on an assignment, don't allow it to get you down. You just go right back and you try again. Um, study a little bit every day, reach out to those individuals who could be a mentor to you that have been there, done that, that are in the community currently serving, asking them any questions and networking. Um, networking with individuals that are in the field to be able to help you um, learn, number one, but also to learn how to navigate different resources because we none of us can do the work alone. We all have to communicate and be in contact to be able to share the resources that we have for the communities that we serve. So I hope that some of these tips were helpful for you guys as we get back to school. Kids are back to school. Maybe even parents, you're back to school and you are, you know, about to go back to get your bachelor's or your master's or your doctorate or your higher uh, professional, whatever the case is. We're all back into this this uh, routine um, and are affected uh, or impacted by it, whether that's traffic is a little heavier, um, the way that you go or, you know, different activities in the evening time. Um, we're back to school. And so I just want to um, pray over everyone and just hope that you have a fantastic school year, that you do 
and excel um, wonderfully and that you just make all of your dreams come true that you have for this new year, especially our younger students who are um, inspiring to be CHWs and going out into the community and being a change agent. So I wish you guys the best and I hope that you have a fabulous 2019-2020 school year, you guys. Y'all keep shining and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the CHW Crew Podcast with Tasha Whitaker. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.